0: Welcome everybody to Cosmic Dust This is the second episode and uh, today I'm going to be interviewing my good friend Spencer Hey Hi, uh, ben. <laughs> <laughs> Hey Spencer <laughs> uh, Spencer why don't you tell everybody a little bit about yourself
1: Yeah, uh, so I live in California um, I actually met Ben on our wonderful experience uh, in Japan studying abroad um, but i currently live in southern california and i graduated college last year um so i've been working for about a year now uh in the digital banking space um kind of an interesting thing especially right now with covid and very fancy all the crazy stuff going on yeah absolutely um yeah i mean that's a little bit about me um yeah
0: yeah uh me and spencer we met in japan together uh I took a uh, a semester abroad and decided to go to Japan, of all places, um, because I'm a weeb. But uh, (laughs) and um, (laughs) I I was actually going to ask you that, like, um, what what was your what was your like thought process? Like, oh, I want to go to Japan. Like,
1: yeah, that's that's a great question. Um, I think for me, you know, everyone at my school, like, it's very popular to study abroad i'm sure like most schools around the nation um but for me no one at my school had ever gone to japan so instantly that was something that was kind of like drew me Mm -hmm. to it i've also really been fascinated with just kind of you know japanese culture food just everything that kind of comes with it just a very interesting country to me um and then i also knew school there would be really tough um so i thought that'd be a really great challenge you know to kind of expand my you know, scope of, of learning. Um, so I felt Japan was a really great fit for Yeah, me.
0: that schooling was very tough. Uh, I can attest yeah. to that. <laughs> yeah. I didn't, oh my gosh. I, I got, what, two Ds and an F? That's what I got, literally. It's the family guy joke, except I actually got it. <laughs> um.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I think my semester there is probably my lowest of college, too. But I think, you know, outside the classroom, there, I learned so much there, right? Like it was just. Oh, insane. yeah.
0: I mean, the, you know, just being in another country is just such an amazing learning experience. Um, I immediately was like, I wanna go to Japan at like age 16 because I was a huge weeb. Um, and <laughs> I just like, as soon as I got the opportunity or as soon as I saw the opportunity in college, I was like, I have to go because this is probably one of the only times I'm gonna get to. And um, uh, it's funny we mentioned COVID before because um, I was planning to maybe apply to an English teaching job in Japan, which is a you know a very popular path, I guess uh, now, mm-hmm. and uh, that is uh, not going to happen.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, COVID kind of put a wrench in a lot of plans. I, I was ta- talking to my parents about it to you know just go to Japan and things like that. And honestly, the timing could have been better for both you and me. I mean, I know so many kids that were abroad this past semester that had to come home. Mm-hmm. And it's like really, you know, your one time in your life where you give you a chance to do something like this, um, you know, kind of being responsible, responsibility free with just, you know, just school. Um, but yeah, I mean, crazy timing. I would, would have been so heartbroken to come home early from that trip because of a disease. Oh, yeah. Big time.
0: Um, yeah. It's funny you said responsibility free because that's exactly what it felt like when we were there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right. Just so much fun. Like every oh, night, man, there's so many nights yeah every night exactly. was a different every night like there's just something appearance. so fun that we did yeah. like the food just un- unreal every day like, that every was like, every the meal. thing for me every meal right <laughs> you ate just so good um yeah it was, what, a, what a time japan yeah i
0: um i met spencer and i met his good friend drayson as well um
1: <sighs> dr Dre. Yeah, dr
0: dray good guy um yeah and you know i was immediately just like we almost like instantly became friends I feel like
1: yeah I think it was like even during like maybe even orientation Mm -hmm. like just like walking over there I think yeah really early
0: I I don't know if you remember this but like there was a group of kids who were with us uh, at orientation and then they just like never showed up again I think they actually got like either kicked out or just like they left but um what? yeah I remember it. Why don't I remember? I remember this? it too because um, the guy came up to me and was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, um, like who's trying to like go to the bar And I what's the what's the Japanese word for bar again? Because that's what he kept calling it. I, <laughs> dude, I remember Zero Japanese. I have Japanese, No
1: idea. <laughs> I have no idea. I can order you water, and that's about it. Yeah, water.
0: that's a funny story. Um, <laughs> so obviously, um, study abroad trips you know in college they can get a little hectic and uh you know I remember just like the first week um first Friday like going to uh our favorite bar Basaraka and uh (laughs) I remember I needed water and I couldn't ask for water because I didn't know the Japanese word mizu for water and I was like oh my god like I'm in a foreign country and I don't know how to ask for water (laughs)
1: crazy it's like that term like you used it so much i felt in japan yeah. because it's very it's custom when you sit down at a restaurant they don't bring you water like here in the states like they bring you a cup of tea yeah, yeah like hot tea, tea. Yeah. and like it's like in the summertime so hot there and i was like i need water i better forgot this term because i'm gonna need it every place i go
0: yeah that that was like the scary like the moment where i was like oh shit like <laughs> i'm here and i need to learn how to speak japanese yeah
1: yeah, I think my oh shit moment, like very similar to that, was getting off the plane. Yeah. I had told my mom that I had plans. Um I didn't <laughs> at all. <laughs> my dad's still today at this day the only one that knows that I had no plans when I got there. Um but I get off the plane. I like you know like where did you land? What airport did you land oh, in? Oh, um Did you go to Narita her name? I went to Narita. Okay. So that's where I flew in as well, was in Narita. Um but when you go in like customs is very it's very like, funky like I've actually never like flown abroad. I've only taken cruises um up until that point, so for me like going through customs is a really weird like experience like they like, take your temperature like all these things mm-hmm. um when you're coming through but I get through that and I'm, like I'm all excited like ready to go and then I realize like it dawns on me like how do I get from here to there to where I need to go <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and you got the videos right
0: for like the directions from the school, like that. No, PDF see that's the in.
1: thing. I didn't have oh, that. No. So I legit only knew my school name. <laughs> oh no! And what? And what? Like area? Like city? It was in like, town. Yeah. So I'm like kind of panicking at this point. And I'm like, okay, how do I get there? So I go up to each bus counter, and I remember repeating, <laughs> "Is there a bus to Goy. Every single person no next counter no next oh, counter all the way yeah. down to, like it's the last bus and they're like yeah here you go at least in 30 minutes excellent right so i get on the bus and i'm like i get on i sit down and i look and um this is spencer Weeb inside of me i see like it says kanto region and i was like oh, <laughs> 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 oh this <is> so cool <laughs> oh. like legit freaking out right um i'm a huge pokemon fan if no one knew that that what that reference was um anyways I get on the bus I'm like this is so exciting um and then I realize there's multiple stops I'm like mm-hmm. how do I know which one's mine and I'm exhausted because I've been up at this point for over 24 yep. hours uh, I'm telling myself don't fall asleep don't it's fall asleep never- what, do do? <laughs> what, what do I do what what do I do what's sneak on the bus fell yep. asleep De- dead out so I wake up and I'm at a stop and I'm like this I hope this is it. Because the next stop I knew after mine was actually Kyoto. It was a night bus. Um that's really far from where that's we were. Far from where we were. <laughs> <laughs> so I know I better not miss my stop. Sure enough, I got off the right stop and you know it was all good from there. But definitely an oh shit moment yeah. when you get there, right?
0: Did they take you into the uh the room where they like processed your ID? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was a weird room. Yeah. Um Yeah, and it's, it's, <laughs> yeah. And it's probably it was only weird because I was like in a panic mode myself. I was like, "Okay, why are they bringing me into this room? Like why am I sitting here with like all these other people who were foreigners?" And it's like, "Oh, like this is weird, like but I understood why they were doing it, and then once I got my ID, it was totally fine." Um yeah. So when you when did you land? Like cuz there was designated like people there from TIU to help you get to the place.
1: You just up and right. them. so I didn't <laughs> land actually in one of the time slots uh, that they had people okay, yeah, there that explains it. so i had a different flight in it because i flew out of lax so there was only so many options that i had um and i didn't want to have a stop i knew i just wanted just to get direct so uh that was kind of like my only i was yeah. very limited i limited myself right mm-hmm. um but i get there and they didn't have them in that time slot so i actually had to stay my first night in japan was in a hotel room um in Calgary, like in like right back at the train okay, station yeah. there, um but yeah, still was really weird, just like even getting to like the the hotel, like what's the custom here, like you know, checking in, how does it work, you know, just those like little things you don't think about until you're in that right. moment,
0: yeah, everything is just so different your your world is upside down,,
1: mm-hmm. literally, yeah, crazy
0: now, did you feel like uh did did you ever feel like were being looked at like funny in japan every, every day, day right? like
1: literally every day and i'm a little bit taller than like the average person mm-hmm. um and of course i'm american <laughs> so i dress a lot different right. than you know japanese people dress like um you know the stereotyping of like shorter people it's definitely not built for really tall the country's not made for very tall bigger mm-hmm. people at all um, so yeah, I definitely felt out of place and like I was kind of being looked at. Would, did you feel the same? Oh, absolutely. Didn't really ask the I guess. Absolutely, dude. Okay.
0: Um, you know, at the time I had my, you know, bleach blonde hair, so it wasn't, it didn't look right. natural. That's right. And, uh, I specifically right. remember one day, uh, walking to the train station by school and, um, the middle school had just been let out. And a whole just sea of of middle of Japanese middle schoolers were just walking by. And of course, you know, I have bleach blonde hair over my eyes Mm -hmm. and I have my Dragon Ball Z like Frieza and Goku shirt on looking (laughs) like a straight weed from America. And like every single one of them just stared at me as we were walking by. Some of them were laughing. Some of them were like, who is this guy? and then some people are just like whoa look at his hair (laughs) like (laughs) that's so funny it's not very common to uh dye your hair in japan and it's kind of looks like i guess not down upon but it's like oh like why are you damaging your body like they're very big on like not like altering stuff like like body altering things like piercings tattoos all that stuff
1: Mm-hmm. i think it's a you know that's a really good point because i'm thinking about even just walking to school every day you know you see like, the lines of kids walking mm-hmm. everyone's in a uniform everyone has the same backpack same haircut um you know it's a very homogeneous society where they don't really the focus isn't really on themselves it's more for the greater good right um i think it's very interesting quite honestly uh just to think about that i
0: mean the way i i understood it and we were lucky because we went to and uh, an exchange school, so there was multiple multiple uh, people of different ethnicity and races, like yeah. e- like everywhere. So when I met other people from East Asia, the sense that I got that it was Japan was basically the America of East Asia. They were yeah. the the goal. Like I knew people from Indonesia and uh, from China who were just like oh yeah like this is where like people send their kids like to try and like better their lives and like i was thinking about that and i was like oh my gosh like um that's that's crazy and japan is a very bureaucratic uh society for sure so they they match up with us very in, in a lot of similar things but they are a little behind on a lot of like social aspects uh i feel like in social issues but
1: yeah, I th- that's a really good point. I, you know, looking back on it too now, I really see that, you know, you had a lot of kids from Vietnam, Thailand, like you mm-hmm. said, um, Indonesia. I know a lot of my friends still that I keep in touch with they were from Indonesia and they went to Japan to study. So it's a really interesting point about we were kind of, you know, at a foreign exchange school and it was really interesting just to hear, you know, their reasons why they went to Japan, as like their kind of final destination before they kind like of go into the real world. oh i know i had one thing i wanted to ask you what's like one meal that like really stands out to you that you had there i'd I'd always i always rave about the food because everyone always asks like but what was like your one meal that i feel like you can go back to it's that one one thing
0: um takoyaki absolutely really that was my go-to every single time like when we when we went to basaraka every time i would order like if i if i knew i had money to spend it was going straight towards the takoyaki that's that's actually pretty i like that i didn't even think that's
1: what you were gonna say but that's really cool
0: yeah um well i mean the thing is is like it's so hard to choose yeah every single dish is delicious like you don't you don't consume something you don't like in japan like, i don't I, this is, I don't know
1: if i had a bad meal like yeah that, that's that's so true everything even if you go to like somewhere that's like, you know considered more of a faster food type of place i mean it feels like like you came home to a mom's cooking yeah i to to mcdonald's like they're from yeah. america dude i talk about this
0: all the time to everybody like the chicken nuggets don't have air (laughs) pockets in japan they don't you're absolutely right they don't have the stupid air pockets where it's like you bite into the chicken nugget here in america and it's like you get half chicken just half air and it's like (laughs) why am i buying this and then in japan it's like fully cooked like white meat chicken like it's so good too like i don't even understand what they do differently but like it's so Do you
1: remember uh there was one night we we actually went to mcdonald's and we were ordering shakes and we couldn't figure out the name for peach do you remember what it's called because i do it's for something that stuck with me what the japanese term of like a peach flavored drink is no I, i don't remember it's Momo and I don't know why but I Mom. always remember this, we we're at the counter and you were, like pointed at that when she goes Momo and you're like, yeah, and you turned to me you're like, I guess it's Momo <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why this story is like ingrained in my head, but I think I think probably because we were pretty drunk like walking over there at McDonald's like a typical Momo. night Momo, you look at me and you go, it's Momo I was like, okay <laughs> why that oh, was so funny God. to me, in my that's unbelievable. <laughs> well, I
0: remember they had a so our our town that we were in, uh, Kasumigaseki, it was the the mascot of the town was like the purple potato, right? So like yeah, we were famous yeah, yeah, for right. purple pur- purple potatoes, and McDonald's started having a special where it was a purple potato milkshake, and mm-hmm. once that came out, I started drinking that every day <laughs> I could, <laughs> like. Oh my god! I have never tasted something. If if you said you're in America that you were going to give somebody a potato milkshake, <laughs> they would they would slap <laughs> you in the face immediately. Bluegrass. And the Bluegrass. moment I tasted that, I thought I was in heaven. Like I thought that I was never going to leave Japan for
1: the rest of my life. <laughs> <laughs> just forever, just drinking purple potato shakes. <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh no, but I I they have some definitely bold flavors there i would I would classify them as oh, i, right, I so know that we, was like one of my favorite things was going to 7-eleven or like family mart and just like picking out a random snack because it's always so, such so much interesting variety. flavor yeah yeah the snacks are just so much better there like uh, probably may- why may- mayonnaise back. and
0: corn pizza like yeah remember that
1: oh <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah i forgot about that it was, was delicious that um what was that? cafe gusto that's it yeah cafe gusto i've totally forgot that name but Another great late night spot. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> of course, pizza.
0: Delicious. So and good. You, you might be cringing, audience, but like, <laughs> I'm telling it's you, so good. don't knock it till you try it. It's delicious. I, seriously, seriously. Um, it's funny that that place, Cafe Gusto, it's basically a chain restaurant that mimics American diners or tries to at least mimic American diners. And um i had a friend who also went to japan about maybe three years ago i think and she said she didn't even run into one and i was like what <laughs> how is that possible <laughs> <What>? <laughs> how did you not run into a cafe gusto they're like everywhere um but she was in like a different district um so i'm not sure maybe it's not as widespread as we thought but i feel like every single town we went to there was a cafe gusto like yeah. Either in Kasumigaseki in Kawagoe or in Tokyo, like there was one everywhere. I mean, we basically yeah. hid out in one one time. Oh,
1: yeah, the clubbing. Um, I I think like they're definitely like everywhere. To me, it's kind of like a Marie Calendar's type of feel. Maybe like, more like a coco's like that level type of like diner, mm-hmm. yeah, type of thing. Um. I don't even know if you even know what those are. Uh, I I know what they are.
0: I've never been to one because they're on your side of the country.
1: Yeah, okay. I didn't know if they were just like a West Coast thing. But yeah, those are where kind of, you know, seen them as. But yeah, they're definitely everywhere. I'm shocked they didn't see any.
0: So, nightclub. uh, (laughs) Clubbing in Tokyo. That's a fun story.
1: It's just like, the purses getting stolen. Like, Yeah, Jesus. People losing each other. Yeah, people like lost each other. And then, like, that's the thing, too. So, when you just say, when you make the decision to go out clubbing in Tokyo, the trains stop at 12? Or is it 1? 12. 12 is the last train that runs. And the next train that comes
0: up is uh, 5 a.m. Yes. So, you make a decision. <laughs> big decision. <laughs> Very, <laughs> you a are big boy there. decision. You gotta put your big boy pants on and say, you know what? I'm pulling this all nighter. I'm gonna stay out in Tokyo for up to probably eight hours,
1: (laughs) and I remember vividly one night uh, we were in Shibuya, and somehow we like met up with like you. Like I was with Mm -hmm. a different group, and like we saw you guys at a train station, like some random. I mean it was packed, and you guys were going out clubbing tonight, and I was like, no, (laughs) like no, I've been out all day. I'm not doing another eight. Like absolutely not. Absolutely
0: not. Well, it's funny because. We, what, we went out clubbing well maybe you went more than I did because I don't know but I went out clubbing three times yeah and no
1: I was less than that for sure you, you were less than that okay Yeah. I remember I the one time
0: two. that you one of the times that you came with us um, I specifically remember all of us going to the club and then almost immediately once we walked into the entrance we had all split up like every single like one (laughs) of us we split up into like separate groups and it was just over from there we never found each other again until (laughs) until the trains back open and then yeah we all flood it's it's an insane experience because it's like you think that it would be like five o'clock in the afternoon in japan to see how many people are just rushing to the train station at 5 a.m it's insanity Like wall to wall people, and I remember coming too. And then I was with um, I was with uh Brie, and we walked to the train stations in Shibuya. And all of a sudden, I just hear in a crowd of people Ben Ben, and I look over, (laughs) and it's the only other white kid, and it's Charlie. And I'm like, oh my god, like, and then then came along chris and then, then came along all the other people and it was like holy shit we all just <laughs> ended up at the same place at the same time anyway most of us at least <laughs> yeah, but, <laughs> yeah. It, it's it's an insane choice to make but it was definitely uh it's definitely worth it I, I can say that i experienced something as crazy as the tokyo nightlife so
1: yeah i think japan was like it's gonna be like a top five story for me in my entire life. There won't be another. I know, like, there's like one night that, like, for some reason, this is really stuck out to me. It's just kind of just, like a funny story. So in Japan, I was really addicted to the claw games. So I was like pretty good at them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, like weirdly good at them. Um, and like you could like win like pretty expensive figurines. So in my Very head, expensive, yeah. business guy, I'm like, oh, I can win these for cheap and flip them. Great, great idea, right? So I'd go out to like Ikebukuro and take like, I don't know, 40, 50 bucks with me and go to the like arcades and just like win these figurines. <laughs> there's one night I'm there and I think Dre might have a video of this. I had probably won five or six figurines at this point. Mind you, these are all worth between like 40 and $80. dollars Every single one of these. And I've, and I've won it, uh, quite a bit this night. And all of a sudden I look around behind me and there's a crowd of probably 15 Japanese people surrounded me watching. <laughs> With their phones out, <laughs> like absolutely amazed at what's going on, <laughs> and Dre's in the crowd, like that's my roommate, <laughs> that's my roommate. And I legit, people come up and ask me to take pictures with me, like I was some like star of the you arcade. Oh my god, so dude! So funny. And I remember I won, I think like that night, like seven or eight. I finished up with, um, and I got back to the room and I was like, now what do I do? <laughs> like, I have all these things and I can't move them. I'm like, okay. Um. Well, and I ended up selling like most of them. Yeah, it made a pretty good profit. But it was I, just. Hilarious. I think even I bought one from you. One. One is I'm, here. Uh, I you think know. you did probably buy one the from Goku me. The Goku one. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Dreamer yeah. Goku. I did. Yeah. Sell, I did sell that to you. So yeah, I think it was just pretty funny though. Like <laughs> that night, for some reason, I had like a crowd following me, and they'd go to every machine I went to. They would just follow me around, just watching. Phones out. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, I remember a pretty funny train event when it was you and me. I think we went to a couple of arcades and then oh. we saw oh. Yeah, yeah, you're getting triggered already. Oh no, oh no. <laughs> and we saw that there was a uh what was it, Gohan, right? In the yeah. in the figurine slot. And I think I think you spent what? Like at least like fifty dollars oh, this, this just, like, story. On oh that I know what this one is.
1: <laughs> yeah 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 i know exactly what story you're talking about we went out looking for gamecube games that day yes that's when we were, we, we yes. were in akihabara looking for gamecube games. we bought a gamecube in japan yeah we bought a gamecube <laughs> in japan so that's like another story i'm gonna tell that one quickly yeah. we had this really dope game store in like our little town amazing like, game store and it's like so like the way japan works is kind of like a centralized bigger train station which was Kawagoe, and then a smaller, like little, like village type of thing where we lived, which is Kasumi Kaseki. They're about two stops from each other. Right. So we'd go into Kogoi. That's where like some of the good bars were, all the arcades, fun. Um. Sweet. <laughs> so yeah, that's like our Friday night like go out place, Absolutely, right? Kind yeah. of. Um. So we went out there. We'd get dinner and stuff, and we'd always go like to the arcades. And one night we were walking. I think it was you and me and Roll that found this. Mm-hmm. And we like we're walking down the street. and We see this really cool game store. So we just walk in and they have any game you want yep. from any point in the entire time of video games for dirt cheap. Dirt cheap, very very like, dirt cheap. The idea is when you go to Japan, like people are like, "Oh, I'm gonna go buy video games." They go to Akihabara, which of course, like the Electric City. Yes. They go there, and things are kind of marked up. You know, they're kind of the same price, whatever. This place had things that were probably so dirt cheap i can't even describe it <laughs> <laughs> you, i
0: really can't we went on a spending spree i had to stop you because you were gonna
1: like yeah. you were actually gonna like start buying like way too much shit <laughs> i i did buy way too much shit but anyways <laughs> we're there and we find the orange gamecube yeah sitting there in all of its glory on yeah, the, the show
0: orange gamecube too that's rare
1: and that's if you don't know, Pumpkin Spice GameCube is, like, the rarest GameCube, like, people want. Like, everyone wants that shell color. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, the most, like, I think it's, like, the most, like, desired, like, stock color, I would say. There's, like, I'm sure there's, like, other ones that are more, you know, coarse, but... Yeah, but I, one... I
0: definitely say we would go, with, like, orange, uh, silver, than blue. Blue being the most Absolutely. Color. Yeah.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, orange is, it's a Japanese exclusive color, too. Yes. So, we buy it, and we buy, like... Six games. and We play those like all the time. Yep. um Just I ordered in, like, Smash.
0: I ordered a uh, you did a Japanese copy of
1: Melee, and it got stuck in the post because it came from China, and they like freaked out. Remember yep. that? Yep. <laughs> and they yep. questioned you like, "Is this from China?" And you're like, "I don't post know." Guy was like, eh, "Why are you ordering from China? Like, what's going? <laughs> you know, like, don't we all order from China? <laughs> we do in the states every day." <laughs> Dude, he was like
0: he was like, uh like is this is this a safe fry? like I was like what? Yeah.
1: <laughs> Yo, what does he think I had? <laughs> what are you talking about?
0: Uh <laughs> I'm trying to yeah. day.
1: <laughs> yeah. Amazon, you ever heard of it? We use it all the time.
0: Yeah. But but that's the thing though, is that um something that people don't realize in Japan is that uh they're 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 pretty racist. They're pretty racist. Yeah. Um and especially towards the Chinese. Um, that is a yeah. that is a big thing.
1: Um, There's definitely a deep hatred in that country between so You can feel the tension. Yeah.
0: Did Did you feel any? Uh, at any point you were being treated like wrongly because of of your race?
1: Yeah. Uh, I think it's a really interesting, um, kind of just like outlook on things. When we were there, it's 2018. Um, this is like right at the height too of like the China U.S. trade war. Yeah. That was kind of going on really, really big at this point. This is like a peak, peak time for sure. Um, being a business major, I was in a lot of, you know, business classes centered around like global, you know, globalization and things like that and discussions. And I always felt like in all the classes, I really was typically the only American in them. But anytime something would come up with like donald trump or like america they just stare right at me <laughs> and i'm just like I, yeah. I don't have a voice for a whole nation right now i I don't want to make my opinion the united states division so i always like, preface it like i don't know like my personal opinion mm-hmm. instead of like what the united states thinks right right that's funny
0: you say that because i actually felt the same way because um i w- i was a sociology major so i was taking sociology classes in japan and like Every time that there was a subject matter that dealt with America, um, people would look towards me or the other American kids that were in my class. Um, And it's funny because I had an American professor He was from Boston, but he had been living in Japan for, uh, I think, like eight years, something like that. Um, And he said that every time he goes to a restaurant, regardless of how long he stayed in Japan, he would ask for chopsticks and then people would look at him and then one time a man actually asked him if he knew how to use them. And then he would wow. like respond right back in like full Japanese like, oh yeah, I trust me <laughs> buddy, I know how to use them. <laughs> like, yeah, right. And it would shock them. They'd be like, oh, oh, oh shit, Like I messed up. I, you know, That's that's a funny yeah. thing is that as soon as you, as soon as they get called back on, like they immediately just like, are like oh i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry very apologetic very apologetic um something that you know you don't really see here in america no no (laughs) yeah
1: like excuses just get made right that's how we do it
0: yeah there's no excuse as soon as you mess up in japan you're yeah on your on your knees basically just like i'm so sorry like please forgive me bowing 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 (laughs)
1: like (laughs) yeah right (laughs) you bump into someone it's just like a thousand bows you're like okay I'm okay. sorry. It's not right. it. <laughs> It's okay. We never finished this, <laughs> this I the know, story we, quickly. Yeah, go um, ahead. The, the, the way too much money on a figurine. It's like yeah. backtracking like really far here. <laughs> um <laughs> We were in Akinabra looking for games for this game key that we bought and I found like an arcade and I was like, Oh Ben, look, there's like a sick Dragon Ball character <laughs> that you would like. <laughs> I'm good at this. Give me the money, yep. I'll win it. I gave him the money literally direct like that's how the conversation went uh i probably put 80 dollars of my own money in there i didn't win it no i think i did win it we walk outside across the street the game store has the same figurine for 15 yep <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. it like that's it
0: yeah it's so brutal. big slap in the face to you i i knew you were feeling it i could tell you were just like like during the crane game i could see you physically just like hunching over in anger just like oh my god if i don't get this i'm gonna scream
1: <laughs> you get to the point where you've invested so much money in it it's like i'm not gonna let the stupid machine beat me yep. <laughs> i'm very competitive so That's i was like, screw this they, <laughs> they, they got me I, you know what japan at that moment got back all the, the figures i had won before that was like the culmination of it
0: i wanted to talk about uh one experience that i did uh I, I experienced a, a very prominent racist in Japan, uh, and it was during Halloween. Um, it, in Japan, there there are uh, nationalists there who are in full support of like bringing Japan like back to like imperial status essentially. Um, and when I went to uh, what was it? I went to Shibuya for Halloween night, and there's a whole whole bunch of American people, people of different races everywhere and there was this group of Japanese Japanese nationalists who were following people around and then ended up following me and my group of friends around and they just started chanting at us like, like go home, go home, like we don't want Halloween parade, we don't want well, you wow. here, like it was very shocking um, because well for me i didn't know what she was saying and then i had uh one of my friends come over and be like oh like she was like saying this like she was saying like get out of like the country wow that's that's rough and it was just like it was just like a couple of people It was like three people um in a crowd of probably like millions like there's so many people out halloween Halloween is a very very famous day in japan for just a lot of parading like so many people in costumes i have video footage of us just walking the streets they had policemen on top of buses over the crowd like directing yeah. the people traffic the roads were it's essentially closed like they the roads weren't closed um i was gonna say the roads were closed but they're not they're, They not they're just they're directing the traffic while there's so many people just on the street corners just walking aimlessly around and it was one of the craziest nights that i went to tokyo because there was just like you know, I didn't know what was going on. Like, there's so many people. It was just, like, uh, like overload. Um, but you... you yeah. did, did you come out with us on Halloween night? No.
1: So, that's... I actually was thinking about that today. Um, I didn't go out with you guys on Halloween, and I can't remember what I did, but I did something else. And for the life of me, I've been racking my brain about it all day long, and I cannot recall. It was not that important, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever it was wasn't great, but... No, I didn't go for whatever reason to, uh, into Tokyo. Um. Out, man. But yeah. <laughs> Halloween, though, I know, it's just absolutely unreal there. Like, so crazy.
0: There was also, um, another night. It was one of the nights where we went clubbing. And, um, it was getting really, really late. And I didn't feel like taking the train. Like, I was so beat that I just wanted to go to sleep. And, um, I tried finding housing, like a hotel, a hostel, anything to just sleep, and I I remember I was with Brie again, and we were trying to find some place to just, like, just rest, and every single place that we went to, every single hotel, every single hostel, was just like, nope, we have no rooms for you, we have no rooms for you,
1: and, like, I totally forgot about this night, I remember this,
0: and, it got to the point where like there were Japanese people who would walk into the hotel and get service. And then I would came up (laughs) to the counter and they'd be like, no, no, no rooms, no rooms. Like people that didn't even look at me, people that just like told me to leave. And it's like, holy shit, dude. Like, do you really think that like, like, what is the reason? Like I have the money to pay for a room. (laughs) Like I don't Mm -hmm. not have the money. Like, what is it all about? And like, we just ended up, Like being bumped out, and we couldn't find anywhere to stay, so we went to the Cafe Gusto and just camped out there for a long time.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's so brutal.
0: It it it's funny though because when we went into the Cafe Gusto at like three a.m., there was so many people just like passed out Mm -hmm. on the tables (laughs) in the concession. Just like it's so funny. And even in the Cafe Gusto, I remember I the waiter came up to us and. I was like, okay, I'll order like, you know, a plate of fries for us to share. And the waiter like was like, oh, and like what will you have to brie? And she was like, I, I don't like want anything, I'm good. And he looks at me and it's just like she needs to order something. And I'm like, Why? <laughs> like, I'm ordering something. And she's like, No, no, He's like, No, 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 you have to both, both, both have to order. And I'm like, fuck, okay. Like, <laughs> Um, fries but, too. I was like Brie just like order like fries too and I'll pay for it like you don't have to like pay out of pocket whatever but again it's just like another like, there's people who are asleep in there yeah. who probably didn't even order anything but we had to pay we had to pay double <laughs> so yeah it's just crazy little shit like that that was unexpected I remember like the first couple times we were hanging out and, um, just every time you had me just <laughs> bawling, just, like, in laughter, just, I couldn't <laughs> stop, like, every second I spent with Spencer was just, like, I, I just couldn't help but smile and laugh and just, like, have an amazing time. And I think that's just, like, that's your vibe, but, like, that's what you, that's what you want in return, and you give off that to everybody. You are, like, one of the friendliest people, like, I've ever met.
1: G willickers man, that's very nice of you. <laughs> no, I'm serious though, that's thank you. Like that's yeah, I, I try to be a, a happy, you know, go active type of person. I I think today, especially, you know, just with everything going on in the country and like started to kinda of take it like a hard left turn here. But there's so much like sad that you like, see around us and you know, the news, you turn it on, you'll put up Twitter, you turn it on. Like anything you oh, look yeah. at, you just feel so negative lately. Really? Just so negative. And to me i hate that like i i think it's i think we live in a lot better of a world than we make it of course you know we're not perfect mm-hmm. and by any means like no no not even by the stretch of the imagination but there's a lot of good that goes on that just i feel like kind of goes unnoticed like yeah just last week spacex like that was amazing i don't know if you gotta like watch it but i didn't watch me, it my brother watched it oh my god it was one of the coolest things just like watching this like like happening and like what a proud day for the United States too. Like mm-hmm. people kind of put that aside, but it's been nine years since we've launched any astronauts in US soil in an American rocket with American astronauts. Like, right and it's also a private company too that did this. Yeah. Like how amazing like is that that we can say, Yeah, we, we did that and it went off perfectly. Like I yeah, think that's awesome. so interesting and Yeah and, I just feel like we don't put like a lot of stock into those types of things. It's more just like, oh, that was cool. And then like, forget about it. It's just back to that.
0: But the thing is, is, and you know, my mother says this about me, that I always tend to look at the negative and not the positive. Um, And I feel like our media in America definitely does that. They're always looking at the negative. They're always forcing the negative right down their throats. And you can't ignore it um with what's going on in the the world today with the protests for george floyd and then you know we have coronavirus but like it's hard to see the positives when there's so much negative going on but you have to look at the positives because if you You don't then you just get consumed by all that negativity
1: so true and I mean what's going on right now is really truly unprecedented times like that's like the most common like two words probably in the last four months unprecedented times yeah um, like you type that in up you probably pulled a billion results on google <laughs> like literally a billion um but like I, like you said like there's just so much negative that just gets pushed down our throats like i mean the there's a little old saying in, like newspapers you know like, if it, if it bleeds, it reads, you know, those types of things where mm-hmm. the, that's what attracts people to, to view and watch. I mean, there's a reason why true crime podcasts are one of the most popular things on the planet right now. Right. It's because it's something that we don't see in our everyday life. It's interesting. Oh, wow. Let's, let's look at it. I'm just as guilty. I love true crime podcasts <laughs> so much. <laughs> no free ads. But uh, <laughs> I love them. Um, so, like... I think a lot of people like you know kind of gravitate towards it, like you said, but there's there's a lot of good that goes on in the world. Like truly, there it is, and you just gotta just look at it sometimes, you know, with a different lens and just say you know today I'm yeah. just gonna block all the negatives. Let's just look at the positive stuff. Yeah, it's so like flowery and hippy hippie, but like it's true. People need to you you need to smile, you, need you to know, balance. laugh and cry in a day. Yeah, like you need a balance.
0: You you absolutely need that balance. Um. And, you know. To pull us back to Japan real quick, you know, when I was there, um, that whole experience, regardless of the positives and negatives that happened there, it ultimately was a positive experience on me, just because I got a a different lens. You know, I yep. experienced something that wasn't, you know, my hometown where I grew up or the state that was next to mine. It was a whole different society. And just experiencing that was enough for me to look at the world and say, "I am so small, and that is okay mm-hmm. so
1: mm-hmm. yeah that's uh it, it's so true so true
0: yeah what do you um what's going on in in California now, you know there's protests everywhere, but you know mm-hmm. specifically, I I saw one of my friends who is living in L.A. right now. She just went out for one of the protests. Have you been going to any of those or or
1: what? No, so I I live in downtown San Diego. So when this all like right. really kicked off, I was actually in my parents' house, which is about an hour north, they kind of about in, not not like the sticks or anything like that. It's just suburbia, right? Like that's just what it is. But they're kind of like the the outermost edge of it, so it's very quiet neighborhoods and things like that. So i was there for the first night because saturday and sundays when all the rioting was happening with it so being in downtown san diego living in a high-rise building not probably not the safest to try to drive into the city when i wasn't already here so i stayed there for the first couple nights and then i work right now so i've been working remote so i work throughout the day um but it's been very quiet down here in san diego with regards to you know what's going on in the nation yeah um we had the first couple nights, like I said, the rioting and things like that, all the buildings then, you know, boarded up and such. But then after that, those first two nights, we weren't really sure how it was going to go. So I went back to my parents because I actually came down one of the days and I could barely sleep. There's a helicopter overhead, constant pops and stuff going off in the street. Mm-hmm. And it was just kind of like, all right, maybe maybe I should just go to my parents for a little <laughs> bit. Just to, right. just to see how it goes and i also didn't have groceries so yeah, <laughs> it's so kind of, time to go to the it kind of bad where it's like <laughs> i can't order food i don't have food and like i really can't go outside right now so yeah. um yeah so i don't know i mean it's it's been very quiet in in comparison i think to the rest of the united states la for sure has been a lot more um you know kind of gung-ho with it but I mean it makes a lot of sense with the you know kind of diverse makeup that that is LA
0: and the future or I'm mean, not the future the past that uh, right. the LAPD mm-hmm. has you know with this specific issue
1: um, LA riots exactly yeah Rodney yeah. King mm-hmm. um
0: I I think I saw a funny tweet that was like it was from the LAPD and it was like oh we are uh, working <laughs> yeah. to like change reforms for police brutality and like <laughs> The reply to the tweet was like, "You, you haven't, you haven't done this already. Like, do we remember? <laughs> like yeah, the nineties? <laughs> like, remember what happened? Yeah, <laughs> I'm not have so, this on board exactly already. <laughs> yeah,
1: I know exactly what you're talking about. I think that's like one of the things too, and. I was talking to my sister about this. Do you remember how funny World War Three was when it we thought it was gonna happen? Those oh, memes. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. my god. Those memes were so funny. And like I was just telling her, I was like, man, I really hope we get some good memes at some point. I've been missing <laughs> those. Like I thought those my sister even said she was like, I haven't laughed I need a good laugh like I had when World War 3 was gonna happen, that's like stuck with me the last like couple uh, of days. <laughs> I'm like, I need something funny to happen. I need something
0: funny on my timeline.
1: <laughs> yeah, not like everything is like so just like it, polarizing. I, yes. Like, yeah. oh my god, it's so scary. I can't say anything. Like, e, it makes me nervous.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, like, I, I hear that, dude. Fuck. Like, and, I, and I'm guilty of it too because, like, on Facebook, like, I'm kind of like the meme guy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) at least i think i am just like everyone else thinks they're the meme guy but like (laughs) you know as soon as this stuff started happening you know i immediately saw shit popping up on my timeline like okay like there's no more memes anymore like i can't even find a single meme to share so i'm gonna support this instead (laughs) and it's just like i'm i'm waiting for the memes to come back I, I just, want like, the memes to come back. Like, come I miss back. funny like, Twitter. I don't want to have to go on Reddit. Like, I don't want to have to do it. Like, I don't want to have to I go hate back to Reddit. Like... Yeah, yeah I, I need funny need Twitter again. Like, I need all those things to come back. Make Twitter funny again. Like, <laughs> can
1: I run on that? Is that okay? Can I run on that? <laughs> like, oh my gosh.
0: And, and the... you know, obviously it's a selfish thing to say. <laughs> it's,
1: yeah, okay, that's really, like, <laughs> miscited. Like, I'm not, like, i i, I making this point right now i'm not like saying this needs to stop or anything like that i think this is great conversation that we need to have yes um just want to make my stance on the issue clear um but i do think you know like i said everyone needs to laugh a little bit they're like there's some damn funny tweets that came out when the world war three is gonna happen like who <laughs> are posting the Fortnite map like where we drop and boys was like over iraq <laughs> <It's> so funny <laughs> like dude. that type of stuff literally makes me all pee my pants dude it's i was laughing so it's hard. so funny because, like,
0: the society that we live in now is like, oh, World War is about to happen. Time like, to go make it to on the internet.
1: Like, <laughs> like, time to make this said... into a funny joke, haha. ha like... Like, 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 someone said, uh, we stopped World War III because we made a joke out of it. What if we did the same thing for this? No. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> no. I was like oh. oh I, was like, I don't think it works the same, something. but, like, that's an idea. <laughs> Dude, no, I can't. <laughs> it's not gonna work that's like there's zero correlation there but like it's like that's an idea though everyone I mean, has them. summer's bad <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs>
0: there, there's literally a meme that is like if humans like we're to experience the end of the world now. This is, like, the last movie they'd show. And it's, like, a picture of a comet with, like, a doge face, like, photoshopped <laughs> onto it. And it's, like, dude. Like, <laughs> like what? You're right,
1: but, like, why? <laughs> stop. Stop. Uh, I just love all the ones coming out of, like, uh, um and that's like the calendar of this year and I was like, you know, January and then it's like, you are here and then it's like, Like... (laughs) yeah it's like, yeah, like the bingo or it's like, that's the timeline so I was like, you are here, like the next one was like um, space apes like, come down and like (laughs) take over the planet, and then the very last one was so funny, it was like, Avengers 3 is released it was like, February (laughs) 2021 I was like, oh, perfect, you made it just in time for
0: Avengers 3 oh, perfect Awesome. I saw I saw a funny meme that was like, um uh, like, oh, what happened to the murder hordes? And they're just yeah. like that's just a filler episode. Like <laughs> <laughs> That's just a filler
1: episode. Or the ones like um it was i saw it was another one it's like a tiktok or something that's also been a terrible thing i downloaded as oh, a joke dude, and like it's not it a joke, a joke TikTok anymore TikTok. <laughs> i don't have a sequence tiktok made like myself but like terrible i downloaded that yeah it's... Um, awful um but like there's one it was like uh like the episodes were was 2020 like, oh bro like you started watching 2020 without me like the, the that season and he was like yeah it's like not worth it he's like why like, well, they killed Kobe in the first episode. And uh, I was like, oh my god! No. <laughs> oh my god! No. Like, okay, I got to Like this is this is getting dark. This is one of those deep fried memes, as Jesse would yeah. say. I still don't know what the hell that is, but like, yeah. Oh my god! Twenty twenty has been one hell of a year. Twenty, <laughs> hey, Wolverine Three. I thought was gonna be the craziest thing we had happen. But you know what the funniest thing is? Is Kim Jong Un faking his death isn't even a top five headline for this year. <laughs> he faked his death for two weeks that's not in the sports center top five that's like number seven on the countdown you're like wow you know like this is me like sitting at home watching sports center at night you're like see like play number seven you're like holy shit that was a great play there's six better yeah (laughs) kim jong-un sorry buddy there's six better than you this year (laughs) and they're not great let me me start with that (laughs) oh my god dude okay i was
0: like i didn't even pick up on that like, that's, and you're totally right in saying that's number five, because I didn't even, like, really know anything about that. All I knew was, like, oh, yeah, like, he's feeling sick, like, oh, he's in the hospital, and then, like, his sister came, in, and we all thought, like, his sister was going to be the one to, like, take over, and then all of a sudden he comes back, and I'm like, what happened here? He's
2: like, I like I this faked was a whole mess. Of, like,
1: <laughs> he legit faked his death for two weeks to see whose inner circle was, like, leaking stuff. Unbelievable what a big brain that's a huge <laughs> like, brain play <laughs> like oh my god how do you even think of that like uh, what 200
0: iq speaking of 200 iq um yeah do you want to talk about uh league of legends for a little bit oh baby a triple let's do it
1: <laughs> let's fucking get in here bud
0: so okay. in case anybody doesn't know yeah. what league of legends is it's the most played multiplayer game online multiplayer game in the world um and me and spencer are two players of it <laughs> yes we bonded over this in japan we played on the japan server um and we now play sometimes on the us absolutely region. trash it, you know you taught me some things about macro
1: i got I banned know. Ben. <laughs> trash. trash so spencer got banned on the japanese server i to to buy an account
0: <laughs> oh my gosh but League of Legends is a, is a pretty—I'd uh, say it's a pretty big part of my life. I don't know if you could say it's a pretty big part of yours. Yeah, yeah, you'd yeah, say it is. Definitely. Absolutely. Yeah, I—I um, I mostly play top and mid for those who know what that is. Um,
1: and you're a jungle support guy, right? Yeah, should say that. If any of my other people that play league with me know, like listening, <laughs> they're just gonna say like I made a different role every week, which is absolutely 100 <laughs> percent incorrect. Casey Jones, I hate you for even thinking that or saying it. <laughs> Get out of here. Yeah, Stop yeah. it. I can climb the plat if I wanted to, dude. Seriously, dude, I'm hard stuck bronze one now. <laughs> <Ooh>. Oh boy, <laughs> I think I played like maybe 36 games this year in yeah. ranked but like i probably played close to like 200 to 300 like norms yeah and i've been playing actually this is actually really cool this sunday no free ads check out twitch.tv spend the jet because we're gonna be streaming our first week of playoffs we play in this new league ben actually really? we got drafted on teams okay. um it's esdl league it's like a semi-pro uh league we're actually first seed going to the playoffs so we have our first one this weekend but it's been really fun. I've been a lot, sinking a lot of time into out on the weekends. We played it's a couple pretty, games. Yeah, um, pretty fun. But uh, yeah, I love league. Okay.
0: Here's the thing about about ranks for me. Um, so I my highest was like silver two, and I could have made it to gold if I kept playing. But the season ended. Um, and uh, right now during this season, I have played maybe like sixteen games. Like. Yeah. I haven't played ranked because I know how bad it gets. And for an example, this past week, I was like, you know what? I got some free time. I already released the first episode of the podcast. I'm going to play some league <laughs> ranks and maybe try and climb out of Sounds like such it a play.
1: great idea every time. Sounds, Sounds like a great a idea,
0: great right? Idea. And then the first game, one AFK. The next game, another AFK. The next game, 0-8 and eight jungler at 8 minutes and then I stopped because ah. I was like, I'm now at zero LP at Bronze One, so <laughs> like I'm not going to play ranked again for like another three weeks until I feel like it's it's time to go to that Bronze Two. Funny, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you
1: come the Bronze Police. Wee woo, wee woo.
0: <laughs> and it's bad because I I know I know I'm like a a better player than than the Elo that I'm in, but it's like part of it is like. How do I accept, like, okay, there's flaws on my side, and I've accepted those, but now it's, like, I'm still playing in this ELO where there are just, like, brain-dead people on their keyboards that, like, think that they know exactly what is to do, like, they, they think they know everything, and it's like, oh, my God, like, how do I deal with this? And it's like, this is what playing on a team game is, and that's why I've been trying to play more, like, single player game everyone
1: is it. challenger in the chat ben just Dude, know everyone that everyone is challenger no one game. is not challenger in the chat so yeah the leaderboard you have the latter has to explain to you because only 250 so not everyone though is in challenger um but <laughs> league is literally the most <laughs> tilted game it's super like you tilted. said it's such a team-oriented game and i think that's for me why i like it a lot I i yeah. played i played college lacrosse um and played sports my whole life growing up so to me, a team game where everyone has their own specific position that they're playing is so fun to me. That's why I gravitate really heavily towards a competitive league like this league I've been playing in. Mm-hmm. I find that really enjoyable. But I can see how for others it's just not at all um, fun yeah. or infuriating. That's why I don't play solo queue.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know, the thing is is like I enjoy that aspect of having a team um, and like playing with others that you have your own specific role. And, and I li- that's why I like League Two. And I specifically love when you and I, when we play Clash and it's a yeah. team of five people who've congregated together, know what they're supposed to do, and then try and flesh out a game. Right. When it's like solo duo, you're going in <laughs> blind. You have no idea what the other person is doing on that on their side of the screen and it's like trying to talk sense to like dude i don't i don't even know it's just so frustrating to get people to understand their role or like what they should be doing to help the team like you can't you can't coordinate with people that you're not in in communications with like and that's why i'm glad league has put in the voice chat but again solo duo is like the main like that's the spotlight of league like that's where you shine but you can only have one or two people in there so you're you can communicate with one other person but you're still not communicating with the rest of your team the other three people yeah so
1: what a game yeah i love it i love it too in, in, like in japan oh my god like that's okay so yes yeah, so i mentioned he kind of like glazed over this very quickly we bonded over league to say that is an he understatement did. we i would go to ben's room at weird hours in the morning to go play league <laughs> nothing else to so shut your damn potty brains up um i would go to his room and just like play we play league we also would go to like really cool like, computer cafes to play. Yeah. And there was yeah. like this one that has got always took us like really dope food. Computers yes. absolutely sucked. They were like so the bad. worst. <laughs> like I probably could like typewriter, like I, pro- I typewriter probably more power than those things. They're brutal. We but like, kind of brutal, yeah. What an awesome place. Like this guy, it was like he was like a kid from Vietnam. They opened this shop, he always took us just some home food, like home cooked meals, just like sitting there playing games for hours. Like such a fun like experience. But that server, like <laughs> it's the smallest server for one and two the computer gaming is just not big in japan don't know why probably because like honestly the their house sizes yeah arcades and their houses are too small yeah. they probably don't have the place for a computer it's kind of a bigger setup right yeah and work-life balance probably doesn't allow for a lot of computer gaming correct if they do they're big they're big console country yeah so or arcades so their servers very small They don't really have a pro league, so there's really no like way that people know how to play the game. I'm not saying I'm good at the game, but oh my goodness. (laughs) It was so difficult sometimes to play. It was difficult. It was so hard. Because like the style is just so different. It's very I got banned because I called the server trash. They're very (laughs) sensitive to that. I got banned for two weeks. Had to buy a new account. But I learned to not call a server trash. Yes.
0: What a lesson I was taught there, huh? I mean, <laughs> the lesson that I was taught, and I said it before is like the macro play. Like I learned how important it was to make sure. Yeah. They, for some reason, they had better team, like equity, than we would have. <laughs> like all Never the time, it, it felt like they were in. And again, maybe it's because we were English speakers. Maybe it's because we were foreigners or whatever, and we didn't understand. It's so crazy, because again, you come back to this lens, like they're looking at this game differently, so they're playing it differently than we do, so that's yeah. why I think we ran into so much trouble, like
1: <laughs> a-, a lot of trouble, like the time
0: I mean, I was trying weird stuff there, I was trying Garen with Predator, which is now viable, I think, but <laughs>
1: you're, like you're yeah, a jungle. Jungle. big you know, you're a big grasp of a dying team player that's oh yeah
0: i I started doing that too. Which now Grasp is, is viable on that, PCs, that, that is so. the pick like that's <laughs> that the is pick. the pick
1: now. <laughs> um, I was say, like the meme of me switching lanes. I think honestly probably started really heavily with me in Japan. I played everything there trying to figure out how to win a game. I thought mm-hmm. for sure it was like oh play ADC we win. We actually had some success with that. And then I was like oh if I jungled like no it was so bad. Maybe that'll work yeah. It <laughs> Nothing worked like whatever I tried just didn't work. It was always out teamed every game. Um. That, I had one thing I was gonna ask you about, like what game? This is like, oh, please switching topics here. Crazy span. Sorry, That's I'm fine. driving the bus right now. Um, Do it. Drive what game are you playing right now? And if it's not League, what what's been your shtick
0: lately? Okay. Um. So I've tried to get into a couple of different things. Okay. Um. I'm on like I'm in this point of like game searching. I'm looking for something okay. to pull me in. Right. I like that. Um. So I I played animal crossing right when it came out played it for like a month and i was like this game's kind of fun but like i'm kind of getting it.
1: like then i was like why well, not have to do chores in a game hold on pause on animal crossing <laughs> i think it's a great game it's really cool but dude yeah. i already have to wake up about the chop trees this is bullshit yeah. like after about the sixth I day i was like up, i'm over like, this
0: yeah like i have to get up early on a sunday to like get turnips are you like, what the fuck
1: no. like, <laughs> i do the stock market at work that's literally what i work with like i'm in brokerage you're telling me i have to go on a stupid game check the prices twice a day morning and afternoon to see if my turnip prices are good and then if i find someone that has good prices i have to go to his island and sell it this is <laughs> literally bullshit that this is the world like this is literally what's happening like the world is putting it in a it's game capitalism the game L- within like three days, there was an Amazon for fucking Animal Crossing up where people were selling furniture. They had little Etsy shops on Amazon. Are you kidding me? I saw some girl promoting her fucking clothes, fashion line, on Twitter. And she was like, somehow, so many bells, like limited release. Bitch, you're in a limited release? You just hit print and it's another one. Limited release? (laughs) What are they supreme in the game? Hello? (laughs) Like, god dang, man okay it's sorry like, little Animal Crossing rant it's overrated it's unreal <laughs> well this is I, I've honestly kind of been on a game a game hunt lately too myself yeah Um, yeah. I've been just like looking for something that's really gonna draw me in I think we're gonna come weird like we're in that weird part of the year where like the early year nothing releases, new is out or, yeah it's like yeah, early really release, the, the dog weren't. days we're getting the dog yeah. days of summer right this is when like yeah. nothing really comes out it's kind of bullshit until like the first game like that signals like new game coming out or like the Madden games when they'll start coming out my, oh here come the next round of games here we go right um because they kind of like signal the new year of games i don't know why that is but it's true um, <laughs> no it, it
0: is true you're right
1: but i've definitely been like searching um i've been i'm a huge fps player like i those are like kind of my <laughs> bread and butter growing up inside of sport games um i've been playing a lot of Warzone lately um i've been having a lot of fun with that too uh yeah, Warzone's i find fun i've played that too it's the best battle royale like hands down the amount of times you can come back after dying i think is really great um yes your team can always buy you back you can get yourself out with the gulag i think that's such a cool idea because it really pushes like that one-on-one call of duty where it's like i'm better than you yes. i love that I, I am
0: great gulag player
1: yeah keep, I'm, I, not. I, I, <laughs> I'm not
0: i well you know what it is i played the other day right with some friends for the first yeah. time in a while and they added uh they added like smgs ARs. and assault yeah. rifles
1: yeah what the fuck
0: is that it's so no. Nice, right I know this cute little dude, pistol no, that's boiling like, so nice. behind my head. It's like, oh, great, no, shooting backwards. Gulag, the gulag is supposed to require Oh, you want it the skill. other way? Yeah. You six of a bitch. I want it the other way. You six of a bitch.
1: No way. Shotguns,
0: pistols only. Like, oh you're absolutely crazy. Absolute skill, like aiming skill and just like tactical advisement. That's it. With an AR, you can just walk up anywhere and just like start blasting. And it's like that's not one-on-one type shit like i don't know if it was my if it was my gulag it would only be pistols there wouldn't even be shotguns shotguns i think whenever i get a shotgun it's like this is this is op this is unfair so to add assault rifles into the mix i'm like fuck this
1: ben do you remember earlier this like uh talk where i said people have ideas and they're just really bad not saying so yours is bad, but like not my favorite idea. And let me not tell you my why. Favorite. I'm shit at shooting guns. Absolute dog shit with the controller because I play controller because It just feels better. Actual yes. dog shit. Like I play with the controller too, dude. Okay, aimbot. Aimbot boys. Aimbot boys. Oh, aimbot. Aimbot <laughs> boys. Um, with an I. That's spelled B O I Z. Boys. Um, twenty swipe up this twenty promo code. Um, I. So, I've been playing like, a lot of COD. I love that game. It's great. The Gulag, I think, is awesome. Now that it has ARs, because like I'm better. I've uh, been playing... <laughs> I'm not bad at Warzone, either. I'm a pretty decent player, which is kind of nice. Mm-hmm. I've also been playing quite a bit of Valorant. I think Valorant's a great game. Yeah, I've been seeing it play that a lot. Now it's been released, too. I have more motivation. When I played the beta, it was really fun for like the first week and a half, too. But I got burnt out of it, because I realized I had nothing carried over. Like, literally nothing. Yeah. So, I was like, oh, this is stupid my rank. Doesn't even matter here i dipped um but i've been kind of looking for games we've played a little bit of gtfo i think it's a really cool horror shooter game with four people okay really fun yeah. um but i've been kind of the same like thing i just want a new game playing i actually back to the call of duty thing a couple of my friends we've been playing custom zombie maps on call of duty black oh, ops 3 yeah. so fun actually yeah, we'll just kind dude. of sit around one night and just like play to the wee hours of the morning playing black ops that's been fun yeah. too that's that's
0: like a real nostalgia feel because yeah. I don't know about you, but that's all I did in my formative years as like a middle schooler and like yeah, <laughs> in high school too call of duty with the boys like every night like that was oh, yeah. that was it like absolutely. All the time. black ops one <laughs> like absolutely playing kino and then switching over to custom multiplayer doing like quick scope mm-hmm. matches
1: all the time that was just what it was. Yeah, and, like, the modern maps are cool, too, on Black Ops 3, because you can really play anything, like, using really cool it's fan-made things, so it's been a, that's been a great little
0: outlet. Nice treat. Yeah. Like it. You know, the game that I'm most looking forward to this year is Cyberpunk. If it comes I w- out. knew you were going to say that, I had a feeling. Because that's, what I'm, that's the type of game I'm looking for. 100%. I'm looking for an RPG that I can just lose myself into mm. and forget this pandemic even existed.
1: Okay, this is kind of a controversial bit here. Um, Call of Duty, a couple days ago, delayed the release of the new season because of what's going on right now. Uh-huh. Like, that's something they, they pinned it on. What's your thoughts on it? Because I have really mixed feelings about doing something like that.
0: So, they... They stopped it because of the protests, right? The so theater. with the new season okay.
1: of like season four was supposed to be coming out, they had like a new battle pass, new you know theory war zone map, new multiplayer maps being released. Um, I think even a new spec ops mission, like some like cool okay. like updates that were going to you know, give a lot of hours. Yeah, yeah. um The day of release, they announced it that they weren't going to be released another day because of the light of what's going on right now around the country. Okay. they felt like it wasn't the right time to do it. What are your thoughts on that? Because Valorant released the exact same day, actually. Uh,
0: it makes me think about what kind of missions are in the new Call of Duty. Pack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? Like, okay. Because, <laughs> um, you know, not to bash Call of Duty, it's a fun game. But um, there's a lot of suggestive things in that game. Yep. And there's a lot of suggestive warfare that is in that game. I mean yep. we all know the infamous modern warfare 2 no russian mission yeah like,
1: jesus christ
0: i remember like as a kid as like a 14 year old like being like huh like why are they telling me to skip this mission i don't want to do that and then and then i played that in. mission and i instantly felt like a horrible horrible human being yep like, the, okay for those who don't know the mission of the game is essentially you're playing as an undercover agent for this russian militia and you're going to basically go to this airport and gun down every single civilian in the airport um but you're an undercover like us agent so you have to like follow along and like for me i didn't shoot anyone i felt so bad I yeah was like, oh my god we're just like gunning down all these people and like um i'm pretty sure the mission like they like caught me because i wasn't shooting and it was like oh no like i have to shoot yeah i have to shoot at least one person now or something and it felt so bad and like i just remember that gut feeling just being like oh wow this is this is wrong like this should not be in a game like yeah (laughs) um you know and there's there's merit to that you know whether or not call of duty is promoting you know essentially a generation that is numb to violence Mm -hmm. uh you know i'm not all for the you know video games cause violence oh like this kid shot up a school because he played call of duty like no like there's a lot of other factors you know maybe he was was he inspired by Call of Duty to do that? I don't know. There is a mission where you kill a bunch of civilians. Yeah, but like, you know, it's just it's a very very touchy subject. You know, I, I guess we'll find out like when they do release the past whether or not it you know does have some content in there that is like oh this is not good for the time right now <laughs> like. Yeah. Um, but you know it also could just be like uh we're gonna use our platform to not promote violence which our platform is violence yeah right (laughs) you you know it's definitely a a touchy subject Uh, but i think maybe that's the right call Mm -hmm. Um, regardless of you know regardless of whatever the content is if you're gonna stand up for the black lives matter community the protests that are going on if you're gonna stand behind them then use every platform that you can to back them up like right if, if if the ceo of call of duty is like i stand with black lives matter we are gonna cancel everything until justice gets served i would i would completely support that honestly like you know still have the game out whatever play whatever but if everything's on hold until things get done I kind of respect that.
1: Yeah. Know? I think it's a I think it's very commendable for sure. I was just kind of curious what another gamer's thoughts on it were. Like yeah. I guess I I'm kind of like you have mixed feelings about it. Um But yeah, I mean it's not that the world it's literally a free downloadable content that gave me I'm not going to lose sleep over it, right? That's crazy. Absolutely. The bigger fish to fry in the world right now. <laughs> All right. Um
0: give us your final thoughts, Spencer.
1: Um yeah, I just wanted to say, you know, thanks, Ben, so much for having me on. I it's a really great honor it's your second one so um i thought your first episode was really great um this is an awesome podcast just in general with an awesome person running it um but yeah i just wanted to say you know i've mentioned this earlier but the world's very negative right now there's a lot of bad that's being talked about but there's a lot of good um you know every single day wake up put a smile on be thankful that you woke up on the right side of the grass um seriously and just yeah just be be happy in life and hey give yourself a little smile laugh at something find something that every single day makes you smile makes you laugh and makes you cry and I think that's a pretty complete day and that's a jimmy v quote for anyone that watches sports and things like that one of the all-time best SB's um award speeches and he said that and i really carry that with me every single day